right, well, hey, everybody. I am so glad that you are joining us today. And I'm really excited because this week we're gonna take some time to actually just respond to all that Jesus has been showing us during this essential series. And since we're doing something just a little bit different, I wanna invite you to worship a little bit different wherever you're at. So why don't you stand up with us as we worship and let's not just sing songs, but let's actually prepare our hearts to respond to all that Jesus has been doing in our hearts and thank him for what he wants to do in our hearts today. Let's worship. All my life, I searched for something I couldn't find. What I was looking for, cause every time I was chasing shadows, but all I found was another tomb. And in the midst of my pain and sorrow, you call my name.
for the past few weeks, we've been in a series called The Essentials. And we've been asking the question, what do I really need? You see, that's a really good question. What do we really need? The world has a lot of answers it wants to give to that question, but God says there's really only five things we really need. And those things are the grace of God, the spirit of God, the word of God, the people of God, and the mission of God. So we wanna do something a little bit different today. We want to experience those essentials. We wanna invite you to invite Jesus into where you're at, and if you'll go with us, if you'll journey with us, we're gonna go through each one of those five, and we're gonna have an experience together. So I just ask you, would you open up your heart and your mind as we get ready to experience those essential things of God? The first of those five is the grace of God. You see, the grace of God can simply be described as undeserved favor, supernatural empowerment, and the life of Jesus flowing in and through you. You see, it's undeserved favor. It's not something we could earn. It's something that was freely given. It's supernatural empowerment for every area of our life, and it's the life of Jesus flowing in and through and out of us into the world around us. So how we want to experience that grace of God today is we just want to take communion. So go ahead and grab your communion elements, maybe grab a cracker or juice or whatever you have with you. We just simply want to experience fresh grace today by taking communion together. You see, communion is just fresh grace. It's a reminder of who Jesus is and what he's done for us. And every time we do it in remembrance of him, every time we take communion, we experience that grace of God in our life. So go ahead and grab those elements and let's get ready to take this communion together. You see, on the night he was gonna be betrayed, before Jesus went to the cross, he was with his disciples and he took the bread saying, this is my body. It's gonna be broken for you. I'm gonna be broken so that you can be made whole. I'm gonna die and do what no one else could do so that you can experience my grace throughout your life. So go ahead and take that bread, take that cracker, take that element to remember Jesus' broken body and let's take that together and remember him. In the same way, Jesus took the cup and he said, this cup is gonna be a cup of a new agreement a promise between God and mankind, and it's gonna be for the forgiveness of sins. No longer will you have to try to strive and do it on your own. No longer will you have to try to pay for grace. I'm gonna give it to you freely. I'm gonna be poured out so you can be filled up. Fresh grace is gonna be poured all over your life. So let's go ahead and take this cup together, and as we do, remember the goodness of Jesus and his fresh grace being poured into you. So thank you, Jesus, for your grace in our life. Thank you that you did what no one else could do and you freely gave it to us. This is fresh grace. May you receive it today and may the grace of God be essential in your life. See, the grace of God shows us that the Spirit of God is essential for our lives as well. The most important person in our lives, the Holy Spirit, the one who makes us holy, the one who marks us and is the evidence 
that we belong to God. He makes you holy because he is holy. Now you are holy. Jesus said this, he said, it's better that he go away, that Jesus go away so that the same spirit that lives in him can now live in you. The comforter, the counselor, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, the healer, the deliverer, now that one lives in you. He's made his home in you. He didn't come just to come and visit your life. He came to make his home in you and to stay. He's the one that helps us understand salvation. He's the one that sanctifies us, makes us into new people. And he's the one that gives us the character and the power of Jesus. And so today, what we want to do is I want to pray. We want to pray for a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And so wherever you're at, wherever you're doing right now, can you just lift your hands like this? And just lift your hands like this and we're gonna pray for a fresh filling of the Spirit of the living God in your life. Maybe you just start with this, Holy Spirit, fill me fresh. Maybe you say that out loud. Holy Spirit, fill me fresh. I want a fresh filling of your spirit in my life right now. Holy Spirit, from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, would you fill me with your spirit? I empty myself out And I allow the Spirit of God to fill me, to fill every area of my life. I want more of you, Jesus, and less of me. I want more of your Spirit in my life. So Holy Spirit, I welcome you in this place, in this place of my life, in every part of my heart, in Jesus' name. May this be true for you today. And may you realize that the Holy Spirit is essential in your life. The Spirit of God leads us right to the Word of God. The Word of God is alive and it's active. It's more than just words on a page. It is the living, breathing words from God. The Word of God defines our life with truth. And when we take this and apply it to our lives, we're not defined by experiences, circumstances, people, or the media. We're defined by the words of God. The Word of God is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. It tells us who we are, who our Father is, and what we were made to do. And so today, we're gonna read the Word of God. And as I read it over you, would you just let the truth wash over your heart and remember that God's Word is good and it's true for you today. Psalms 119 says, Lord, give me your unfailing love, the salvation that you promised me. Then I can answer those who taunt me, for I trust your word. 
Do not snatch your word of truth from me for your regulations are my only hope. I will keep on obeying your instructions forever and ever. I will walk in freedom for I have devoted myself to your commandments. I will speak to kings about your laws and I will not be ashamed. How I delight in your commands, how I love them. I honor and love your commands and I meditate on your decrees. May you receive this today and may the word of God be essential for your life. The word of God tells us who we are and what we were created for. That we are the people of God and that we were created for relationship. And the whole Bible is a story of God building a family for himself. If you go all the way back to the beginning in Genesis, when God created Adam and in this perfect world, in this perfect environment, God said, it's not good that he's alone. And so he created Eve so the people of God could be together. He pulled that all the way through to Jesus. And when Jesus established his church, the people of God, there's three ways that he talked about it as a family, a field, and a body. A family, because through Jesus, we are brothers and sisters. As a field, because we're all planted together. And as a body, because we are one, one whole with many parts. We're truly designed to be together as the people of God because no one follows Jesus alone because he knows we are better together because it's together where we can encourage one another and support one another and pray for one another and lift each other up and challenge one another. We're better together. And so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take the next two minutes and acknowledge and express gratitude and thanks to the people of God in our lives. And so whoever you're with right now, maybe you're at a watch party, maybe you've got your spouse with you or your kids or some friends, just over the next two minutes, turn to them and look them in the eyes and tell them that you're thankful that they're in your life. Tell them that you are grateful that God has placed them in your life. And if you're by yourself right now, how about just take your phone out and send a text to somebody expressing gratitude and thankfulness for them that God has placed them in your life because the people of God are essential to us. So let's express that gratitude now.
you're still expressing gratitude and thanks right now, or maybe you're done, how about this? Maybe take it one layer deeper and tell them why you're so grateful, how they have encouraged you or challenged you or supported you, or maybe who's one more person you could thank? Who's one more person that you could send that text to right now to just say, I'm grateful God has placed you in my life. today and may the people of God be essential for your life yes it's the people of God that encourage us into the mission of God it's so we get to go on this great journey there's this great invitation as we think about this season where the world's full of chaos and confusion and brokenness, that it is time for the church to rise up and go on mission with Jesus. You see, that's why we exist, to be a movement of hope, to get excited about this great work that we get to partner with Jesus, this amazing purpose, this much bigger than ourselves, that we get to lean into and walk out with Jesus. Why? Because eternity hangs in the balance. You see, just as Jesus commissioned his disciples in John chapter 20, where he said, as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. We wanna do that today. We wanna commission you to go on mission with Jesus. So wherever you're at, why don't you just do this by faith? Would you just raise a hand to signify like, Lord, here I am, send me. And we're gonna pray and commission you today. So Lord Jesus, we first say thank you. Thank you, God, that we were created on purpose for a purpose. That, God, you've invited us to be a part of your kingdom advancing forcefully in this world to, to push back the kingdom of darkness and bring your reign and your glory and your light everywhere we go. And Jesus, we thank you that you are on mission first for us, that you sought us out, you saved us, you offered your mercy, your grace, your life, your forgiveness to us. It is because of receiving that, Jesus, we are now a treasure chest of hope. So right now, where everyone's at, God, I pray that you would commission them in Jesus' name to have the courage, the faith, the boldness to open up that treasure chest wherever they go into their schools, their marketplace, their family, into their areas of life, that they would open up and release hope. They would open up and release faith and mercy and meet the needs they see. So Holy Spirit, may we go and step with you to share our story, our faith, and walk with you, God. And may we become the movement of hope that you've invited us to be in this season as a church and as a family. Thank you, God, that we get to go on mission with you. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Hey, may you receive that for you today. And may the mission of God be essential in your life.
grace is holding us, sustaining us. Jesus is all that we will ever need. He's the one that's holding this all together. His grace, his spirit, his word, his people, his mission, he's holding it all together. And so in this moment, let's respond to him. Let's remind ourselves of his faithfulness as we respond and sing.
our trust. Everything that we need is found in you, Lord. And so we choose to respond. We choose to put our hope and our trust in you, Lord. And it is such a joy to lift you up for who you are, for what you've done, for who you've called us to be, Jesus. So this is all in your name. We lift you up, Jesus. Amen.